Hey everyone, welcome back to the Dwell Podcast. Today's episode is another Ashley and Abby conversation, and we are just going to be chatting and catching you up on life. So I hope that you enjoy. Let's get started. We are so excited to be back with you guys and just have some casual conversations and just life updates. Um, And we are also going to be talking about how in the world we got started with Dwell in the first place. So just enjoy and we're glad that you're here. Um, We're going to get started with a couple of icebreakers like we did last time. So Ashley, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I want to. I want to give you your question first. Okay, I'm ready. I thought I had it picked out, but now, now I'm really ready. Okay. <laughs> the zombie apocalypse is here. Ooh. Who, um, who are three people that you want on your team? Ooh, oh my gosh! Like any three people? Any three people? You need three people on your zombie apocalypse team. Okay. I definitely want my husband because he, <laughs> like. He just has this interesting brain to him. Like, he just thinks through everything, and he's, like, pretty scrappy. So, I feel like I would definitely want him. Um, who else would I want? Oh, my gosh. And I feel like Jacob could kill a zombie with, like, a power tool. I do, too. Yeah, he could just, like, pull out, like, a saw or a hammer and really do some damage. Yeah, it yeah. could work. yeah. Um, I don't know who else. Uh, oh gosh, I'm so bad at this. It's okay. See, I've got you. I don't know. I don't feel like I have like this. I mean, obviously like my normal list would be my family, just like whoever I can grab, but I'm trying to think of like a cool person. Um, (laughs) somebody who would be helpful to you in surviving. Oh my goodness! Ooh, ooh! I don't know. I feel like I feel like you, the way you are, since you are a four, mm-hmm. um, you would need motivation along the way. Okay. I I think that you would have to have Jess Connelly. <gasps> like, what if she was one of your zombie apocalypse team members? Oh my gosh! You know me. Come on, yep. Jess. Okay, so my husband, Jess Connelly. Totally. And what about Benjamin? Well, I was going to take him, but I feel like he'd be safer with my mom and her husband. <laughs> Probably. You know, just being realistic. Probably. Um, ooh, I would bring ooh. my dogs. Well, you, I was going to say you need a vet for the dogs. A vet for the dogs. That's right. Yeah. So a veterinarian. Somebody, yes. Just any veterinarian. Okay. There we go. Husband, Jess Connolly, and a veterinarian so that my dogs can be taken care of. Boom. We figured it out. Thank you, Ashley. You're welcome. My life is, I feel much more secure about the apocalypse now. Good. Now you have a plan. Now I have a plan. (laughs) Okay. My question for you is, who was your childhood crush and why? (laughs) Oh, you're, this is dirty. You're messed up. I'm not messed up. Um, Okay, like, are you talking, like, real person or, like... You um, can do celebrity I'll... if you okay, want. thank you. I'll go celebrity because there are people listening to this who... Who knew you in your youth. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And they'd know exactly who I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I I will tell you, I can still tell I know um my childhood crush's phone number. I do know that. Oh my so. gosh, that's impressive. Boom. Yeah, I know. That's how I roll. Anyway, my childhood um, celebrity crush, though, would be Orlando Bloom. Yeah. But not just, like, Orlando Bloom by himself. He has to be, like, in some kind of costume. So whether that be, like, Legolas <laughs> or him as um, the dude from Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, he yeah. has to be not just by himself. No, no, no. Like, fun fun fact. So for Christmas one year, um. You know, my parents, I was trying to guess what they got me. Yeah. And they were not giving me anything. No hints. Wow. And I was like, oh, my God, did you get me a life-size cardboard cutout of Legolas? And they did? They they did. What good parents. They are. They are such good parents. And so he literally was in my room. I I, loved Legolas. I had an Edward cardboard cutout in my room. Yes. <laughs> Good times. It. Yeah, we're totally normal. Yeah, not weird at all. Mm-mm, not nope. nerds at all. It's fine. <laughs> oh man. Well, there there's a little bit of quirky information about us, everyone. Um, You're welcome. Yes, I know that you've been chomping at the bit for for all of those facts <laughs> and tidbits. Um, well, I guess we we should start. Should we start with? Why dwell or how dwell or with a life update? Um, well, let's, I think let's start with a life update, especially because I think that will explain <laughs> why we didn't have a post on Monday. Mm, yes. Okay. Good idea. Um, and that'll kind of, that'll, kinda that'll bring us up to speed. Yes, definitely. Okay. Well, I guess I'll, I'll share first because I guess I have the biggest life update out of the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, oh gosh, I don't even know where to begin. I'm going to give the short and condensed version just because we have like more to talk about than my life update. Um, (laughs) but Jacob and I have just had kind of a whirlwind, um, just like brush through and, um, we were planning to buy a house, um, in Tyler, Texas, which is where we both worked and where I grew up. Um, and so we had just things aligned for that. And um, there were just several things that came, came, I guess, to interrupt that. Um, and I won't go into too many details, but long story short, um, you know, we ended up not being able to buy the house. And then my husband lost his job. And um then for lots of different reasons, we were basically forced to leave our home um, in two days. <laughs> and so we really had to, like, find jobs. And, well, I haven't found a job yet. It's, no, it's fine. Still working on that. Still working on that part. But, um, you know, we, my, we were looking for jobs. And my husband um, has got some work lined up in Oklahoma City. And that's where my family is currently living, or most of my family, I guess, is living right now. And so we packed up our whole house with the help of our amazing life group. And we moved our stuff to Oklahoma City. And then we 
basically went to drop off our doggies at their grandparents' house in Abilene. And then we have been, then we hit the road to go on vacation um, with my husband, sister, and brother-in-law. And that is where we are right now. So if you hear talking and cars and people, I'm sitting in a parking lot at the beach um, eating some snacks while I record this. Um, So... There's that, I guess. And then we also had a really, um, a big tragedy for us and our family. Our, um, our sweet dog Cooper got hit and killed by a car during the midst of all of this, which is really hard, um, for us just because we're huge animal people. We don't have any children, um, I guess that are like human children. (laughs) So... Like, our dogs are our children, um, so losing one in such a traumatic way has been really hard and definitely grieving through that. And then I'm just not really strong with such drastic changes anyway, so, like, having to leave my job, leaving a job, a job that, you know, offered security, losing, you know, something that was precious to me, and then being kind of ripped out of our home for a lack of a better word. It's been a lot. Um, Mm. So all that to say, I don't want to put a damper on things. I mean, I believe that God is sovereign in the midst of everything and he is going to lead us um, as we go forward and seek his will for our life. But it definitely is challenging. And um, yeah, so that's why we didn't have a post on Monday or a new podcast episode, because this was all literally taking place last weekend. Um, and I just kind of looked at Ashley and I was like, can we maybe not <laughs> record a podcast during the middle of all of this? I don't know if that would work. And she was like, yeah, totally fine. So that's my life update. Ashley, you've moved offices. Yay. Yeah. Uh, yes. I did. I have moved offices. That's the extent of um, the craziness that's happening in, in my life right now, other than dealing with a four and seven year old who keep asking when they're going to see Miss Abby again Aww. and about the puppies. And like literally Noah walks around watching this video of that night we came to the house and he was crying. Yeah. Um, Well, apparently Micah was videoing or I don't really know, but Noah just watches the video of him crying and saying, I I miss Abby. So we're dealing with that, but it's all good. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, My heart's breaking. You know, we, um, we just recently um, renovated the house that we were previously living in and are trying to sell that now and so kind of what's on my heart right now is like putting down roots and trying to get that house sold so we can eventually buy our first house um Drew and I haven't ever purchased a house together so we're kind of hoping to do that and kind of wanting to put down you know just something more stable, I guess, for our kiddos, Um, which is really interesting because I feel like you and I are in opposite seasons (laughs) and I prefer, like, I prefer change. I prefer, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I prefer being on the go constantly and Mm -hmm. and I like big things changing like that, Um, whereas you would kind of prefer things to be, like, more chill and more relaxed. Yeah. 
yeah, for sure. It's just funny that we're in these separate, I don't know, kind of. We're both being like forced out of our comfort zones, which we've talked about this. We literally said on a podcast, we don't want comfortable Christianity. So here (laughs) Here we we are. (laughs) Here we are. Yeah. I am. I'm excited, though. I'm excited to see what God brings out of this season for both of us and and for Dwell. You know, I think, you know, we've got some really cool things coming up. I'm going to do this She Speaks conference, and I signed up for If Lead because I'm really Mm -hmm. hoping to to get some more information for us as we kind of work through um, this business and this ministry. So, I I don't don't know. I'm excited. We'll see how it all goes, though. (laughs) I love it, and I think that... You know, we and Ashley and I talked about this over text, but we're just we're just gonna stay obedient to the Lord, you know, because this is really His ministry first and foremost. Um, mm-hmm. And so, even in the midst of change, and now having to record our podcasts like long distance and all this kind of stuff, you know, we believe that He's still in the midst of this ministry, um, which I guess can lead into how this all got started. Exactly. Um, I think it, it works perfectly. Yeah. Well, um, I guess really this began, this dwell ministry began, I'm going to say, gosh, was it like three years ago? It was three years ago. And mm-hmm. ironically, my husband and I were getting ready to move from <laughs> Abilene to Tyler, Texas. And he had had some troubles in a job there, and I had recently quit the jobs that I was working at to pursue unity in my marriage because, real talk, our marriage was hanging on by a thread, and it was just a really bad time for us. Um, but, obviously, you need money, right, in life, and so I was just really freaking out and not even sure like where to go, um, like how to move forward. Um, and I remember I was sitting on my bed and I had just done like this free course on, I don't know, like blogging or how to create a website or something. I don't know. And then I was sitting on my bed and I was like, okay, God, like, what do I even have to offer people? You know, like, what do I have to give? And that's a question that I still ask myself. Um, but I was sitting on my bed and just praying. And um, it was like the Holy Spirit just gave me the word dwell. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? And literally, I kid you not, I just felt in my spirit, like from the Holy Spirit, that he said it stands for dive in, wait, expect, listen, and learn. And this is how you're going to teach people to read the Bible. And then from from there, like, it was, I didn't know Ashley at this point. And so it was just me trying to, like, be practical <laughs> with how to do this, <laughs> which is, like, really hard for me because I'm more of, like, the big idea person and let's make it beautiful and let's make it, like, pretty for people and you know, obviously like I care about substance, you know? And so, but I didn't know how to kind of, I don't know, like give this thing like actual roots within Mm -hmm. like the world that we live in, if that makes sense. Um, so, I mean, I, I started growing like an email list. I just kind of put it out there with my friends and like followers on Instagram. 
which I don't have a ton. So, you know, wasn't a huge following, but about like 60 people signed up for an email list. And I kind of used well to walk through the book of James. And it took me a year to get through it because again, being real, I would kind of go strong for a little while and then life would happen. So I would pull back and then I would go strong, but I did finish it, which was like a huge accomplishment for me. Um, Mm. but then after that, I was kind of unsure of where to go with it. And I was like, well, maybe I'll write a book. I don't know. And so at this time we had already moved to Tyler. I was working with Ashley at a, at a private school in um, Buller, Texas, which is just outside of Tyler. And, um, Ashley was my boss and, but like, also we were developing a friendship, which was so sweet. And, she would hear me babble about this dwell thing, you know, um, and just through talking, you know, Ashley just had such great leadership and she was like, okay, you know what? I'm jumping on board and we're going to do this thing, which was <laughs> exactly what I needed. And I didn't even know I needed it. Um, and I, I've just been so thankful for Ashley and I'll let her tell it from her perspective from this point on, but I'm just so thankful for Ashley because she is, she has the giftings that I don't. And um, she knows how to give something roots and how to hold me accountable um, and how to, you know, keep us on schedule and stuff like that. And (laughs) so I, I needed, I needed a partner like that who had the practicality and the wisdom that I didn't, but that had just as much love for God and his word and, wanting to teach people about the Bible and how to interact with it. So that is kind of the origin, but Ashley, I I want you to be able to tell kind of like your side of things as well. So take it away. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, I guess it's, it's kind of interesting. It's my heart at my heart. I'm a teacher Mm -hmm. and I've been in education for 10 years now and, um, since moving out of the classroom, I've really, and, and really the, the classroom was always kind of, it was my mission build. It's where I spoke to kids and spoke truth over them and developed relationships with kids in, in a way that I could talk to them about God. And um, once that piece was gone and I was out of the classroom, um, I kind of felt lost a little bit, um, mm. to be honest. And, and really for, you know, a few years, I'd kind of tried blogging with my ed tech stuff. And I really enjoy blogging, but um, I just wasn't, I wasn't finding, I, I wasn't finding a way to really get to the heart of what I wanted to talk about, which was, you know, relationships and God and, and how, what God's doing in my life. Mm. It was all about the technology. And so, um, I've kind of been, especially in the the couple of years, three or four years before coming here and and meeting Abby, um, I was really kind of wondering and, and I was just kind of out and I was that sheep. I was, Hmm. I was the one that he left to, to rescue. And, and so I felt like as soon as I, I, you know, I kind of, just would have conversations with God about, okay, like I'm, I'm yours and I want to do more. Um, and then here came Abby with this (laughs) tied up, wrapped up in a bow, um, 
just plan for how to teach people how to study the Bible, which in our hearts, that's what is so important to us is um, studies are great and topical studies are amazing. But, you know, my favorite, and I think Abby will say this as well, our favorite type of even preaching is expository. Yes. Is where they just read the Bible (laughs) and, and. Let's really the holy spirit does the rest exactly exactly you just we just have to be faithful to open it up and and to get going and so um it's funny i almost needed like like abby said i'm i'm very much like a let's get it done kind of a person mm-hmm. um and i needed a i needed a a goal you know what mm-hmm. i mean i needed a something to latch on to. And as soon as she kind of started telling me about dwell and I started praying about it and, you know, I'd listen to her and, you know, I didn't want to like say, Hey, by the way, I think you should let me like do this with you. (laughs) So that had to kind of come up organically. Mm -hmm. And, um, God has really just been, you know, I, I think it's so funny, Abby, that the year, you know, it, and it happened so fast with you leaving. It's like, I came to Brook Hill. We had one year together. And yeah. the way that you ended up in that position was kind of a weird thing. Yes. And and the way that you ended up working so closely with me was, it was, had to be God. Yeah. And so I just, I love it. I think that we were put together for that time to kind of build that relationship so mm-hmm. that we could be obedient to God yes. with this idea. Yes, I agree. And he he knows what he's doing, even in the things that, like, don't make sense, you know? Right. And, yeah, I love it. And it's been – it's it's so funny, too, because this really started to, like – we really started to kind of think through, okay, how are we going <laughs> to work together? How is this actually going to be right before COVID happened? Right. And it was, like, that's when God decided to start – you know, giving us like the practical side, I guess, of like how to start this thing in a way that people can actually benefit from, you know. Right. Because at first we were going to just kind of pilot some of this stuff with our girls here. Yes. Um, And then COVID happened and we couldn't really do that. So we kind of went forward with the website and with the podcast and um, mm-hmm. that's funny. I hadn't thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Literally like he just, and that's why I say, you know, like this is like, this is our ministry. This is God's ministry. And we're right. just like, we're just his hands and feet and his mouthpieces, you know, because and how cool is that to partner with him? Oh yeah. Like, and it baffles my mind that I'm like, why would you want to use me? I'm like, you know, cause you just like, I see my own, I see all of my shortcomings. Like I see all the places that I don't know. I'm just like, how in the world would you want to choose me? But I think that's, that's just kind of like, what's so cool about the Lord is that he just wants to dwell with us. Like he wants to be with us, you know, and in return, we get to, say yes god i want to dwell with you too mm-hmm. and then like it's just a relationship from then on and i think like that's my biggest prayer you know on top of 
people getting in the word or women getting in the word is, I mean, it's called dwell for a reason, right? Each letter stands for something, but when you dwell with someone, you live with them on a day-to-day basis. Like you get in the nitty gritty of relationship and it's, it's real, you know, it's not pretend. It's not just something that looks good, you know? Well, and that's why, and it's so funny. It's so funny how God does this, but for, you know, for about a year before you and I even met, you know, I, you guys have met Jennifer Mm -hmm. Um, she was on a real talk episode with us. I have been, I had been working with her for about a year and she really introduced me to that into the term sanctification. It wasn't really until my adult life that I learned sanctification. And, you know, one thing that Jennifer says is, you know, God wants to dwell in us, but you know, like if you think about your house, it, it looks like you, right? You, mm-hmm. If I walk into Abby's house, I can tell Abby lives there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what God does. He wants to dwell in our hearts. So he wants to make us look more like him. Yes. And that is sanctification. And yes. so it was so, it was so funny to me how perfectly this journey of understanding sanctification met, uh, completely married what Abby was doing with dwell. I love that. Well, and I feel like that's such an encouragement to me because you always wonder, like, I don't know. You just, you know, have questions of, like, is this really, like, did I hear this right, you know? Did I hear the mm-hmm. right word? Is this really something that can actually help people? You know, just you have those questions when it's just you and your thoughts. <laughs> and right. so it's to hear the Lord, like, and hear how he's been working in you even before we knew each other and just how, I don't know, it just gives me like refreshed mission and like, I don't know, just like confirmation of like, yes, like this is a heavenly calling and it's such a privilege to get to partner with him. And it's just great. I like it. I really like it. It's (laughs) awesome. We love it. (laughs) Well, that's just kind of, I guess us. And um, I know that was like a little bit more serious, but I think, um, you know, some of you had some questions of like how this even came to be. So we wanted to just sit down and chat. Um, I guess now we can segue a little bit to some more like lighthearted maybe things. I don't know. Um, Ashley, do you think we're ready for that? Or do you have anything else to add? No, I think we are ready. I think we are. Okay. Well, last time, whenever we just had Ashley and Abby conversations, we to kind of just discuss what we're learning, what we're loving, and what we're listening to. Um, so, yeah, Ashley, what are you learning right now? Oh, oh what a question, Abby. What a question. Oh, I know. Just kidding. Put I, you in the hot seat. I can't remember if the last time we did this, I was working on, on Be the Bridge Um, Mm -hmm. but I, that's kind of really like, that's one of the main things right now that I'm working on is I've joined the be the bridge Facebook group and I'm going through those units. And so really what that is, is it's looks at racial reconciliation from a gospel perspective. Mm -hmm. And so I really encourage you if you are kind of like, I don't really know where to even start, like to know and to learn about these things, I would encourage you to look at Be The Bridge. Um, 
it's it's really truly helping me understand things through a gospel lens. Um, so that's one thing I'm learning. Is it that was a question, right? Learning. Yeah. Yep. And I'm prepping to um, start June twenty second. I'm doing um, a small group with um, it's just a Facebook group on it's a study in Philippians but it's Jenny Allen's get out of your head and so I'm pretty excited about that um it's just a short little six-week summer study um if you're interested in it let me know uh we'll join you or I will include you into our Facebook group I will join you nice I will will join you (laughs) you can join me there you go yes words are hard but yep so Abby what are you learning right now Hmm. I definitely am still learning about racial reconciliation. Um, I don't know. I just, <laughs> there's so much there. Um, I guess the, the thing that I am walking through specifically with that, I also joined the Be the Bridge Facebook group. And that is, I, yeah, I just echo everything Ashley said. It's so helpful um, and I love the fact that it is from a, a it partners with the gospel. Um, mm-hmm. and I, it's just so good. Um, but I also am trying to learn like sustainable rhythms of racial reconciliation. Um, mm. because I think that, you know, obviously we've seen back to back to back recently in our world in the media because it's been happening since you know the founding of America but right um you know we've just really seen I don't know just the horrific effects of racism in our country and so typically um you know what can happen and what I've been reading a lot about is you know people who are not people of color um you know, we're like, oh my gosh, we want to be allies with people of color. What can we do? And it's more like a fad rather mm. than like a permanent life change and journey of being an ally. Um, and I've just been so convicted lately that, I mean, this has to be something that I am working on for the rest of my life you know, and I know myself and I know my personality that like, I am a person who can totally jump on a trend and be like, yeah, this is so like, this is such a great cause or I believe in this, you know, but then I lose steam very quickly because that's just my personality by nature. I between highs and lows on anything. Um, but this is a matter where like, just like I'm following Jesus for the rest of my life, I am, I want to be committed to also taking steps towards racial reconciliation in my own personal life. And then hopefully that, you know, flows outward in my action. Right. Um, Right. Because, and Ashley and I touched on this in our last podcast episode, but racial reconciliation does go with the message of Jesus and the gospel. So they don't have to go. They're not opposites, right? It's not like I'm just joining this completely separate, I don't know, agenda. It's like, this is the heart of God. It's just Mm -hmm. the heart of God that I had never really paid attention to before, honestly. And so, I mean, I had, but not to the level of like, 
oh, I've got major repenting to do. You know, does that right? Make sense? And how it changes your life? Yes, yes. Um, so that's what I am currently. I think the biggest thing um, that I'm I'm learning is how to be sustainable with that. Yeah. Um, and then also I'm trying to learn and seek God in the unknown places. Like I said, I don't have a job right now, and I think I'm trying to learn about how he's gifted me, to be honest. And I know that might sound selfish, but I tell Ashley all the time, I just don't feel like I'm good at anything. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like I just don't feel like I really have much to offer this big old world. Um, And so I'm just trying to lean into that with the Lord and, and see you know, what he has for me, I guess. So that was, that was kind of long-winded, but that's what I'm no, learning. No, it was perfect. Um, so, yeah, learning. Okay, so what are you loving right now? Ooh. Okay, this is going to sound so corny. I love it. I need a little corny in my life. If anyone can tell me what <laughs> movie that's from, I'll be your best friend forever. I don't, I don't, I don't have you. I'm, I'm going to, it'll, but it's, it's going to go perfectly with what I'm fixing to say. Okay. Um, so Drew and I have been like, we're basically, we, you know, we've, we've been watching like all these TV shows and we get sucked into a TV show Mm -hmm. that we, you know, watch for however long it takes us to binge it. Well, what we've been doing right now is, um, like alternating nights to have like movie nights. Like I'll pick and then he picks and then I pick and then he picks and we can't say no to the other one. Oh, that's nice. And so it's been really kind of fun just to, you know, like sit down together and be intentional about like spending time watching something that is fun for the other person. But it's also a little bit of a competition because <laughs> the movies that I've chosen have been way better than the ones that he has. Yeah. And I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> ah! You're like, my face is better than yours. Exactly, exactly. But I don't know, it's it's dumb, but it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> I love that. And I'm a huge movie person, so I totally love that y- y'all are doing that. <laughs> well, it'll stop once like school goes back and we're have a little bit more of a hectic schedule, but yeah. right now we're enjoying it. <laughs> yes, there's a season. There's a season for everything. Yes. Um okay. What are you loving? What am I loving? Well, right now I'm loving being at the beach. Um, I bet you are. So that's fun. Um, but I guess the first thing that popped, in, popped into my head and that kind of goes along with like what I'm learning about like sustainable, you know, uh, racial reconciliation is I just found this app and I posted about it on like my personal Instagram, but it's called Her Story. And Ooh. it's just this really cool app where you can either scan pictures in your history book that are like of men throughout history and the app will pick it up and it will then also bring up a picture of like an influential woman in history during that time what Um, yeah uh because And I'm not trying to like I guess take one side or the other but if you just look at history books, they are dominated with the influential men in our history. 
And that's totally Would you fine. go a step further and say influential white men? Yes, I would definitely go a step further with that. Um, yeah, and me it's, too. And it's like, that's, uh, that's okay. I mean, that's even a hard issue, too, because it's like most of the influential men, especially in the South, are... There, it's also tainted with racism, and so that's right. like very challenging. Um, but as a woman, I'm like, I want to know like the women that have made that have helped shape this country, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's important to draw attention to that and to like learn about that. Um, mm. And so I love this app because it offers that. And even if you don't have a textbook, like I'm not in school anymore, so I don't just have like a history textbook handy. Um, on their app, you know, they have a little button you can click and it says don't have a textbook and you can click on it. And it just offers all of these cool illustrations of women throughout history and just brief descriptions of what they've done. And I love art. And so partnering something like that's educational with something that's well designed just is <laughs> like my bread and butter. You're all over that. I'm all over it. And so I've been loving it. And it also like they, you know, they offer information about white women and then also women of color throughout history as well. And so oh, specifically right now, you know, I am trying to look into more of the stories of women of color just because their stories specifically are not told um, very often in, in a way that's well known and even in the classroom. And so I have a lot to learn and I'm really enjoying learning through this app right now. So check it out. Her story. They also have a website too. I haven't visited their website but they um I've just been on their app but they do have a website too I'm gonna have to download it as soon as we're done with this yeah let me know what you think it's so cool I love it so that is what I am loving and then what are you listening to Ashley well funny you should ask um so right now I've got two um Spotify playlist that I'm going back and forth between Mm -hmm. one is my dad um, did a playlist called overflow, which is kind of what he calls his um, youth ministry. Yeah. And it has like a little bit of everything, but I've really been loving it because it's got a lot of old school Christian on it. Like a stumble, some old school DC talk, some old school, like, um, Tubby Mac and Audio Adrenaline and even further back, like Tree 63, what? Switch it. Um, so I've been listening it. to that. But then I also, um, so in my Silk and Sonder planner, one of the like self-care challenges was to make a summer playlist. Oh, I love that. And so I like, I went through and I kind of made a summer playlist, but I looked up like summer hits from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and Ooh, all the way up until now. Yes. But you know what's so funny about that? You know, I, I started listening to it once I got it created and I realized like there's not really anything that makes those songs like summery. Right. But what, what they all have in common is that every time they play, I smile. Oh, I love and that. And so that's kind of where I'm at like right now, just finding things 
that just make you smile. <laughs> yeah, that's so important. Yep, that's so for important. sure. I love that. Well, what are you listening to? <laughs> I feel besides like the beach, to be the same for me. I really got to work on diverse, like adding some diversity to my, um, <laughs> to your life, to my divert, to my life and my music. I just love like jazzy, bluesy music. Like I just am permanently listening to that. But I will mm. say, I'll add some clarification. The last time we talked, I had just discovered this artist, and I totally said the wrong name. Um, Noah Reed is the artist that I've been loving lately. Um, he's not a Christian artist, so some of his songs, you know, they have bad words in them. So, I mean, like, just have to kind of, like, sift through that with your mm. own, you know, I guess, di- discretion, I guess, maybe. Um, but. <laughs> But then, I just looked him up and I'm realizing where you heard him. And so now I'm laughing at you. Don't judge me. <laughs> I'm just going to say it is a Netflix show with somebody with bushy eyes, bushy eyebrows. I'll leave it at that. That's where she heard You know Reed. what, though? You know what? This will maybe this will bring in some other followers. He was the voice of Franklin the Turtle. <gasps> no, he was. Yes, not. he was. I learned that. So when he was little, that was like one of his he got as a young boy was being the voice of Franklin the Turtle, which is a show I loved when I was younger. So me too. Now I will now I now now you'll listen to him. You got me. (laughs) Um. So yeah, Noah Reed is just like on repeat for me right now. Um, something I've been forced to listen to in the car ride for the past however many hours is reggae, which no offense to my family, they love, or Jacob and his family love reggae. I can't stand it. I just can't. And what? so, yeah, I don't know really? why. I don't I know why. It. I just don't. I'm like, it's the same beat over and over and over again. I can't handle it. Oh, no. It's so, it's so like upbeat for me. I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm feeling this. Yeah. Well, but it has to be like whenever I'm not in the mood to like sing, I mm, just like listen and chill and not yes. have to pay attention. Yes. So those are there. You go. That that's just what you're the, listening to. That's what I'm actually listening to is reggae. I'm just not enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's be real. <laughs> Anyways, but that is that is me. That's Abby. Yeah, I love it. Well, um, thank you guys for listening to this. And although we didn't have a post this Monday with Axe, we will pick that back up on um, next coming Monday. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we love y'all. And if you want to share with us what you're loving, loving. or learning, or please do. Info Ooh. at wellministry.com. Yeah, and let's do, Abby, let's do a post. Yeah. Let's do a, we'll do it. I love it. I'll make one tonight when we get back from the beach. Mm -hmm. I'll just whip it up. Whip, whip, whip it up. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.